Hey, Coyotes fans, welcome to another episode, two in a week, of the Chirpin' Yotes podcast. This time with a guest and substitute. Uh, but first, let's introduce the usual. Grandy, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, a lot to catch up on since our last one, but uh, just watching some exciting playoff games. Oh yeah, for sure. Love that Florida series and stuff. But today, we are joined by the newly minted captain of the East Valley non-soon, Monsoon. Excuse me, not a big deal. Devin, introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, I think if you play long enough on a beer league hockey team, they make you captain after a while. So I'm here. He's here. He's happy to be here. Our first ever interview for a hockey player. We're making it. Told my mom we would. Now we're making it. Whoa. So, hold up, hold up, hold up. What, what? I'm sorry. I got to interject here. Go ahead. Do you have a hockey player on the pod every week? Mm, it's not me. I played lacrosse. <laughs> it's not Chase. Oh, did, did they Chase, didn't Chase play hockey? You, know, you played everything but hockey, I think. And then you played beer league, right? Yeah. Well, you're a defenseman, though, right? Or no? Winger. Winger. Okay. What level are you playing? Uh, just, uh, shit, can't remember the level at the local. Um, up in Minnesota, I just play, uh, with whatever pond hockey group I can get together with. Back in Arizona, though, I was part of, man, you're really testing my memory here. The team out of Prescott. Prescott, Arizona. Um, Prescott, Arizona. Hey, now. Watch <laughs> the, I got that. All the Minnesota in this. Um, the Prescott, or it was the uh, Tri-City Wizards, was our team name. Third. Tri-City Wizards. Yeah, because of the whole Prescott, Prescott Valley, Chino Valley. But oh, anyways. yeah. You played winger. How many goals did you get? What was your average? Testing the memory again. <laughs> I was the uh, grinder, power forward type guy. I didn't really get a whole lot of goals. Like Randy Nasty. I, mean, I do remember getting a hat trick once. Hey, there you go. That's about it. That's all that matters. All right, um, so Devin. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. I just had, a, just had to interject there and say, technically we do have a hockey player on here, but... We also have uh, something else in common with Chicklets. I believe, if I have it right, I should have it right. Hopefully, my concussions are kicking in. But I think their producer is a lacrosse player too, or was. I'm pretty sure he was. So I know he got into some hot water with the lacrosse community. All ten of us. Oh, I know Biz got into uh, trouble with lacrosse because he said it wasn't a real sport once, and then got invited out to practice, and then very quickly said, "Oh, never mind. It is. It's a real sport." I got a concussion improvement. I, I scored goals. Actually, Devin has my the most rare signed ball ever. My only signed ball from the college days. I took it from a University of Houston game. So that's some rare merch out there. Probably worth at least a hundred bucks. I mean, I'm sure it's worth at least face value where the lacrosse ball is after a few games of use. But I, I'll call it a hundred bucks. I call it a hundred. Hey, you know, right, maybe feel good. Come on. This days we're in a pandemic. Inflation's hitting. <laughs> Exactly. So at least a hundred bucks by this time. I mean, come on, rubber. That's that's worth something. I mean, it was made of wood. That's going through the roof. You had a wood that's true. Oh, you're definitely uh, definitely make some money now. It's well worth kind of market. 
You know, some people are buying the bonds. I think I say buy some wood. Let's have a couple two by fours <laughs> in their garage. That stuff's gonna go up in value. Oh yeah, no kidding. But to, um, I guess, interview you, Devin. What was your uh, favorite moment of the season? Uh, I know it was a bit of a disappointment towards the end there, but do you have a favorite moment you could think of off the top of your head? Uh, I got a few that come to come to mind. Uh, that that last game against the Sharks, we won in overtime. That was just a good team performance. Um, good way to end the season. The Garland's goal uh where you cut across that like a power forward like he was actually 510 and not just saying he is um that was that was something a little backhand sauce to himself and just slaps it in there that was really cool to watch uh chickren's hat trick i think is probably my favorite um because they pretty much put that whole game on his shoulders and said we know we're gonna freaking win and then at the post game interview he comes out man he just got his guns out he's like hey look Wear a size small under armor. Look how big these freaking arms are. Like fucking twenty twos. Sorry. But uh freaking twenty twos. Some freaking twenty twos there. <laughs> yeah, I think the hat trick's probably my favorite part of the season. It was good to see. Um I hope he's definitely on track to be an elite defenseman. I would like to see that. I hope it sticks with the Yodis for a long term. I think a piece to build around, as we've kinda I think you said in the last episode too. Definitely a cornerstone piece. And uh, so, what are your? Do you have any wishes for the off season? Anything you really, really hope we get done? Um. Well, let's, let's get a coach. Like, um, it, maybe just like an intern one for this season until you find the really the one you really want. Um, there's some good candidates out there. Like, what if you know Wa came over, became a coach? I wonder how that would turn <laughs> out. Probably start pulling the goalie at like six minutes now, <laughs> just to you know increase that. Um. Uh, who knows? Maybe uh, it'd be cool if Glant came over here. I think, think he would. I no. I just I just don't think. Just a wish list. Um, it would definitely be a wish. I think he would be. He's really good for a younger group of guys. So, I think that'd be a good, good piece to add. Um, I like to figure out what the heck we're gonna do with Ranta or Hill or you gotta keep somebody. I don't want to see Kemper leave, but he has been hurt a lot lately. Yeah, yes, definitely. Find this is the last couple games when he got back from his injury. He definitely didn't see like himself at all. And then uh, I guess uh, I would like to see this season at OEL find some focus and figure out. Um, hey, you're an eight million dollar hockey player. You definitely have skills to earn that contract. Let's let's figure out what you're doing wrong and let's see some improvement on the ice. For sure. Yeah, he definitely had an off year, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, didn't seem I mean, like himself either. I mean, I, maybe he's got some other stuff going on, but regardless, you're a professional. Got a big contract. You're a big part of that team. You're the captain. You need to make something happen in the ice. Give something to, you know, play play for the boys. Play for the fans. And you're a captain, so you're definitely uh, speaking from a place of knowledge. Congratulations, by the way, of your oh, thanks, minted man. captaincy. So, and lastly, for a little uh, guest introduction, give me your favorite all-time coyote. You can pick one. Uh, I don't know. Is it like too cliche to say donor? Um, Make it two. I've, you can say him. And and then pretty much one of the guys that like I had a lot of respect for when I watched him play. I'm like, dude, this guy plays 
you know, tough. Like he's he's got his heart in it. It's always it was really easy to become a Coyotes fan when you're watching him play, and I think that's I gave him credit for helping become a Coyotes fan because I used to go to the games and he threw me a puck once over the glass like just during warm up. That was it. I thought, I thought that was just so cool, and I uh, screamed out explicit yeah, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if I scared him a little bit, but he turned around right away and he had a huge smile on his face, so that was really good to see. I was super stoked. I don't know if he meant to throw the puck to me, to be honest, but there was like two smoking hot Bettys next to me. Like, it could have easily been them. But, hey, you caught it, so that means it's yours. Yeah, OEL definitely came by. He threw him a couple pucks, though. You know what he was into. <laughs> All right. And, uh, so, how are you liking the playoffs so far, boys? Are you having fun? Oh, definitely. Been some, uh, been some absolutely gems of games going on lately. Um, that I still can't get over that Florida game yet. So that thing was that, that was that's playoff hockey right there. Oh, for sure, my favorite, absolutely. Or some playoff hockey in one story. I feel like it was that game. That was a, just fantastic. Or the best zero zero game I've ever watched in my life with that wild Vegas Knights one. Incredible. Yeah, that was insane. Like some of uh Fleury's saves in that game. It's just like. If I wasn't pulling you out of your seat, you're not really paying attention to what was going on in the game. You still got it. Like it, though. Some that save where he came across and just stopped Kaprizov. I was like, that's that's not human. <laughs> I mean, if I was, if I were to say I've ever to make that save, like my groin would be just shot for <laughs> months after that. There's no way. Oh like, yeah. A true athlete, man. Look, just be able to pull that off. Really at impressive. his age too. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't freaking know if he ages. Like that guy might have, you know, there might be something in the water where he was from, okay. and I don't know. It was the French water. It's it could be. I mean, I think it's called Molson over there, but Molson. Hey, that's good stuff. Oh yeah, you know it's real disappointing. Like Molson's hard to stock at my local rink. I need to have a discussion with this distributor here, and I need to get like at least ten more kegs delivered. Weekly, at least. Like, no, not, not the bad. Blow on those kegs, like it's going on. Nah, it's terrible. You don't like to see no molson on tap after you know hard fought game. Definitely got to be illegal. It should be. I think it should be starting implementing fines. Like, where's that? Was a minimum five five thousand? Like, that's up to. Oh, 10. easy. Yeah, that's justified. I'm pretty sure it's in the constitution, actually. But it should be in the you know with players' association needs to get on board. Like, I don't know what they're living under a rock or what. Other yeah, things you're a fun. captain. I mean, you can go to these meetings now, right? You qualify once you're a captain, right? Now how it yeah. works. You can go to the NHLPA our, meetings. Our, our meetings are uh, over emails now. That's, that's oh, fun. gotcha. Oh, jeez. I think, uh, so what are your, give us some of your picks, Grandy. What you, what you got? Give me your, actually, give me your most controversial pick. I know you've been kind of weighing on one of them in the chat. Well. Let's hear it. From the get-go, from the second the uh, matchups were decided. I've actually been picking the Minnesota Wild over the Vegas Golden Knights to uh, win that series. The Wild have played them incredibly tough. They just match up really well with them. And the Wild are a team that the Knights just can't bully around. I mean, Jordan Greenway had 11 hits in that game. You're not going to bully that team around. Um... That's that's one of them. I also picked the uh, 
as another little bit of spiciness, pick the Islanders over the Penguins. I just I, I agree like, with I, that. I don't think I, that I don't. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, nope. no, go ahead. No, I I 100 agree with your pick. I don't think Penguins have the team. I think Islanders under Barry Trotz played really well. I yeah. I agree with you. I think Islanders. I want to say six games. Yeah, the Islanders with that tight defensive structure, and then whether it's uh, Varlamov in net or Sorokin in net, they they have two really good goalies to uh to lead them. The only question with the Islanders is always the same thing: can they score enough goals? And the Penguins have a habit of disappearing in the playoffs, especially when Malkin doesn't play well. And Malkin has not been himself this year, so. I, I think that injuries, okay. but I think he's gonna make some kind of resurgence. He's gonna have, he's still gonna have an impact on those games. But then, for some of my less spicy picks, I have the Avalanche over the Blues, Bruins right. over the Caps. I feel that's a series that can just go either way. Um, two very evenly matched teams. I have the Hurricanes over the Predators, and. The Hurricanes kind of flashed their dominance over the Predators today. That's for sure. Yeah. That's, yeah. I have, Five goals. I have Panthers over Lightning, and that's that's another series I feel could easily go either way, um, especially with the Lightning stars just getting back into the swing of things. But... Panthers are also better than a lot of people give them credit for. And then the two teams that really have no business losing in the first round of the playoffs. I have the Oilers over the Jets because the Jets have just not been great during the final stretch of the playoffs. And the Maple Leafs over the Canadians because, again, in a normal year, the Canadians would not be a playoff team. So, the, those both should be gimmies. We'll see if one of those teams manages to blow those series. So that would be interesting to watch when that's when those series finally kick off. What's uh what's some of your guys' picks? Want to go, Diff? Uh sure. Yeah. Um, I see Tampa Bay and Florida can be easily be a toss up. Like you said, Florida's underrated. I think it's partially because it's Florida. Like they don't get a lot of talk. The golf team, but like, yeah, the the beach squad, but uh, yeah, I think Huberto, Barkov, those guys are just too dirty to just, you know, not be a you know force in the playoffs. Uh, who knows? Like, Hedman could be hurt again, and that could really hurt you know chances for Tampa Bay. He's a huge part of that team, and he's been injured already once this season. But it's. I think if Brodsky could play that Vesna Trophy level, um, Tampa's going to be in for a hard time. Because I don't think Florida has too difficult. No, it's not too difficult for them to score some goals. Uh, Penguins and Islanders. Uh, I have Islanders. I I think I, I agree with you, man. That I think Islanders are going to get this. I think if they. I feel like they're a real good team at shutting down key guys. So even if they get Malkin back, they'll probably be able to find a way to stop them. But match find a matchup that works. Um, apparently, you got keep Crosby can't touch the stick to get a goal. Like 
even then you'd probably find a way that one-handed tip was I was disgusting um maybe a little luck but uh it was disgusting and going on to the the Bruins caps um I want the caps to win I'm a huge Ovechkin fan but I think the Bruins got it I think I think they have the team uh who else is in the east that covers east right Oh, Hurricanes. Yeah, Hurricanes. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. President looked good at the start of the season and they kind of made some kind of resurgence to make sure they were staying in the playoffs. But who knows? The maybe, they, closed. maybe they walk into Nashville and they're just, you can't beat that crowd. That crowd's crazy. I was going to say, they're the ones that throw the rats on the ice, but that was Florida that does that. Not yeah, Florida the throws the rats for some reason. Uh, Disgusting. That's just why. <laughs> That's whatever just man gross. Like, dude like Nashville throws a catfish Detroit I'm sorry octopus. yeah you're talking as a fan of the team that throws octopus on the ice That's true seen out over a plastic rat Oh I mean yeah but I don't know octopus That's a real is... ass octopus like the worst yeah. thing that happens when you throw a plastic rat there you got two pieces of plastic rat to throw away later <laughs> Someone's got to pick up that damn octopus it's a it's that one prime. guy and he swings it around his head. <laughs> I'm waiting for the time like that uh, octopus been sitting out for a while and he's swinging around his oh. head, and just kind of, like comes apart, like so oh. scares the kids. That's gonna be awesome though. They, I remember when the tentacle came detached and it went flying right back onto the. <laughs> uh, yes, that was against us. Grave it stuck to the glass, but uh. Oh. Oh. But catfish, that's, that's pretty bad too. That's that smells. Catfish stinks. You know that guy had like that in a sleeve of his jersey, still attached to his arm the whole like, oh. just waiting for the moment to you know finally chuck it. I know I snuck. Oh man, that's some dedication. Well, Maybe they all smell like that out there. I don't know. I've never been there <laughs> myself. Yeah, that's true. At least it's cold, so maybe it doesn't stink as fast. Maybe. Oh well. Maybe in a beer silk jersey. I'm not sure. I'm not a scientist. Yeah, the catfish is like the least of his problems. Yeah, probably. Especially because you live in Nashville, first of all. Do they the do they at least take the stingers off the catfish before they uh, throw it? Not if you're a true fan. Yeah. You gotta embrace it, bro. You gotta just, if it hits you, it hits you. That's just the way that it is. <sighs> yeah. I'm waiting for them to come out with their uh, the Nashville like overalls. <laughs> Banjos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Banjo right over the ice. Oh, man. Well, I do have... Oh, wait. Do you do the West yet? Done your Western picks yet? Oh, the West. Um, yeah, I agree. The Oilers are just going to... I think they're going to flat out smoke. Possibly sweep the Jets. I, I don't know. It's going to be hard to stop Connor McDavid. That guy... Especially just, now. That guy's a freak, man. We need to test that guy for steroids. <laughs> dude, I mean, you think you know where he's going, and he just doesn't blows past you. Uh, I feel like that's an easy win for Edmonton. Um, you'll see what their their goalies can stick with it. Um, I don't know if they're gonna start Mike Smith, but that guy's just known for uh, some easy goals, some softies, and then he'll make like some. He'll flop across the net for like a sweet one, but. And break his stick. Well, he'll break his stick himself. He gets so angry. 
Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, you talk about his baking and then say anything bad about it. Guys <laughs> getting upset. You know, I pour oh, his heart and soul. But uh, <laughs> what else in the West? Um, Colorado, I think, is going to take it. Like, I'm watching the game now, and they got guys diving in front of pucks. They they're just so, so good at moving the moving the puck. It's insane. Like these guys are skating laterally and throwing like a hundred mile an hour pass across on someone's tape and it's insane how good these guys are um but we'll see i mean anything could happen the blues are experienced squad they got i feel like they have a good team shen's you know possible move in front you can get an easy dirty goal who else we got in the west i'm more following the east right now um uh, we have we have the Minnesota Knights Mini series, Vegas. Uh, Maple Leafs Canadians series still. Okay, yeah, Maple Leafs Canadians. I'm actually excited to watch this one. Um, if I mean, if their goalie can stay just at a you know NHL goalie level, I feel like they have a chance. Um, I feel like Montreal is harder on the body, and I think it's going to force that the Maple Leafs move the puck a lot. I think if they're forcing them all the time, they're going to make some. And they're a younger team. I feel like they're going to try to force something fancy and get cute. This, you know, Maple Leafs stay pretty simple. But I think the Canadians have a good chance. I think we might see a Game 7 out of that. Uh, if Carey Price comes back and he actually plays like the $10 million goalie tender he's getting paid to be, you know, that could be real bad for the Maple Leafs. But I don't think he's going to come back from his injury being worth much. Now, moving over to Vegas, though, I think Vegas is going to win that. I think they have the experience. Um, You know, they got goaltenders that 15 consecutive playoffs, that's insane. You've been playing on good teams your whole life. Uh, I I think they're going to win. I mean, they didn't start out with a win, but they played tight defensively. Like, the goals will come. Like, if it's a zero-zero game, you might be really trying to hard, and you don't get that go-ahead goal, and you make the mistake, and pucks going the other way. And I think Vegas just has more going on. I feel like they're right in that hype of the Kaprizov train right now. That guy's real good player, but still a young player. First playoff. <laughs> so I'm going Vegas. In Vegas, okay. Yeah, I think five games. Five, okay. Fair, and I think, uh, yeah, I think it's all of them. And I do have Chase. He had a uh, Farley duties tonight, so I actually have his picks written in stone for us. Uh, he says, yeah, same thing. Toronto over Montreal, Edmonton over Winnipeg, Carolina over Nashville, Florida over Tampa, Islanders over Pittsburgh, Boston over Washington. Colorado over St. Louis, and Minnesota over Vegas. Uh, and he has round two picks, which I'll just list out. Uh, Toronto over Edmonton, Florida over Carolina, Boston over Islanders, and Colorado over Minnesota. So those are his uh, round one and two picks. Mine are actually, I mean, it sounds like we're all pretty much the same. I'm also the Florida over Tampa train. I just believe in the rat-throwing team, even though it's kind of gross, but whatever. They're fake rats, dude. They're fake rats, but just the idea of a rat. I just don't, I'm not, not a fan of 
small mammalians. I had a hamster when I was a kid. Didn't like that thing either. I thought I would, but I did not. Patches, man. Patches the hamster. Patches, yeah, that was it. I also liked Hamtaro. What the heck? Yeah, me and my mom made fun of your hamster's name for so long. I know. (laughs) I know. It's it's tough being me, honestly. Uh, And actually, I put uh, Washington over Boston, but I like like that. Don't get me wrong on that one. So. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. And then uh, I was torn in the Minnesota and Vegas one. That's probably the one I'm kind of most like. Oh man, like I want to say Minnesota because I'm just kind of like kind of hyping him, but I'm also like, is this Mark Andre Fleury? He's not human, so I don't no. know. It's tough, to be honestly. But I'll say Minnesota. I don't know. Something just tells me that maybe they'll pull something out, maybe, and we'll see. And those reverse retros are really sick, so maybe that'll be the driving force behind their the prowess. So, and another. Uh, topic for you boys i came up with this one actually just uh, a couple hours ago while at work sorry boss um give me a matchup with a legendary team from any era so uh example like 2008 red wings or whatever to play a team from today so 2008 red wings versus 2021 abs um in today's playoff picture so who wants to uh, list theirs? Anybody? So what team are you, you matching know, up with? You pick. So you get to choose like your you just, old team and whatever new playoff team. You know, I'm going to have to go with the... Uh, let's just go with the Battle of the Stars, the Battle of the Bright... Or the Battle of the Flashiest Offense and see which team can just score more goals in a playoff series. I'm going to go with the 1980 Oilers versus the modern-day Colorado Avalanche. Hmm. I think Gretzky's team would take that. But it would be... (laughs) It would be a goals-filled series. Um, The skill on both ends of the ice would just be absolutely incredible. Uh, But both teams had their physical players or physical lines, so... You'd still get a good chunk of the physical play. The biggest question would be those two goaltenders. And yeah, like I said, it would just be a high-scoring series. Um, that's really that's really it. Not a bad choice. About, yeah, yeah. What about you guys, Devin? You got one? Yeah, that's tough. Um, I don't know if I have a pick. I think, I think I do. I think I got one. I think, man, I want to say, what year was it? I'm pretty sure was it. I have to look it up now. I t- I thought I had it. I want I want to say the year, but I want to be totally wrong. I think it was the 2000 or 1992 Detroit Red Wings. Was that the one? I think that's the one I'm thinking of. They didn't win the cup that year. Now, what year was it? It was the 90s. It was 90. Around that time when they had Stevie Wynn. They went back to back. 97 was, was a much better team. They had uh, Konstantinov. That guy would just come across the ice and hit you with the hip. Send you that was the one. With the Russian five still. Just to see how they would do with this new Colorado. Plus, you know, the huge rivalry in the 90s too. Just to reignite that. Somehow resurrect these guys. That'd probably be my pick, I'd say. That was the year. Thank you. 
So what if it was a uh, ninety-seven wings with all those Russians and against today's Capitals, who's, they've got plenty of Russians on their team. They, or a lot. They can communicate with each other too. Be, yeah, they can say all the bad words to each other back and forth and know what they're saying to each other. Yeah, I don't, I don't need to. I can imagine bleeps. the type of stuff they talk about the mothers with over there in Russia, but oh yeah, I know. The chirps over there. Those be good. Yeah. 92, so we are 97. So those two 97s and your 1980 Oilers. That'd be pretty. Not a bad series. Who do you think wins it, though? Do you think your choice would make it all the way to the cup? Those 97 wings were hard to beat. There's no beating those guys. They absolutely tried it. They got broken, you know, clavicles and all that stuff to go with it. Broken clavicles. Those are for the. Uh... For the Oilers, I don't know if those, I don't know if their goaltending would hold up to today's standards. I mean, that's why it's really tough to bring a modern team or an older team into the modern day. It's really hard to realize until you look at it and watch old goaltending how much better goalies are today. Just it's butterfly like, It's the worst goalie t- would probably be. A great goalie back in the eighties, seventies, early nineties. Um, so these teams goaltending—I don't know how much they would hold up, but they definitely uh, the eighties Oilers definitely have the skill to keep up with any team. Again, just that goalie question makes me wonder if they could actually win a cup in today's league. They do have Wayne Gretzky, though, the great one. So hopefully, I could you know just score you just enough. If they score six, you score seven. Yeah, that would have to be the hope. That's for sure. It works. Well, how does Gretzky hold up in today's hockey? You know, that's true. Imagine going Gretzky getting on a line with McKinnon's against him. You know, McKinnon can just flat out fly. Like Gretzky gonna have enough time with the puck. McKinnon's no, on I mean, ice. In Gretzky, Gretzky was never. He was a good skater. He was never a great or even all that fast skater. Um, he really did. He really did uh, get helped out by the era he played in. Um, uh, the '97 Wings, I think, could definitely fit in today's NHL. Though they flew. I'm trying to. Is that was that the Chris Osgood years, or am I way too late on that? I, I believe Vernon was in 97. Osgood was 08. I mean, sorry, 98. I think it was yeah. Mike Vernon in 97. So they had they had, they had good goaltending, definitely, for their, for their day and age. So, I mean, that I think that team could keep up and skate and fly with just about anyone. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was Chris Osgood, but it says he was the injured reserve. Not a good chunk of it, just as a star next to his name. Ken H- K. Hodson and Miracle. It was my height. Miracle, that's pretty cool. Five foot nine. Does me heart good that athletes are my height. Yeah, goalies were uh, smaller back then because the pads were heavy. They didn't need as heavy pads. Now look at him. Look at Brizgalov. Dude's huge. At least he looks huge. I don't know. I never yeah. seen without his padding on. I mean, yo, Vaskalevsky's like six seven. Good Lord, he, he could play basketball. He butterflies and his shoulders cover up the crossbar. 
Did you ever see that ben, picture of him next to Darren Pang? Or was that Brian Bishop? Ben Bishop, he's the next two. Ben Bishop's not a uh, giant guy. Yeah, Ben Bishop's like six foot eight or something like that. But he's he's a monster of a man too. I mean, that's why Ben Bishop is so good when he's on. Because when he's on, if he has the proper positioning, where do you shoot? Yeah, there's not if much. If your man. positioning You're... is on, where do you shoot? You're he trying to this puck into a tin can, dude. He's five six. Or five six five. Sorry, I read that back. I have clearly have geoslexia, but yeah, he's five or six five. That's pretty. That's a tall guy. Yeah, so six eight sounds about right then on skates. Jeez, monsters back there. Yeah, they're, they're just freaking just. They're, they're not just monsters. These guys are, you know, agile too. They're you know going post to post. Yeah. It's not like you just like, oh, I take this angle, I don't move again. You know, you gotta, they're sliding across the ice. They're blurry. No, it's it's sliding across the ice. It's again knowing your positioning well enough so that you're constantly covering as much of the net as humanly possible. Um, it's just these these guys to today's league are just. Huge. So incredibly good, especially compared to goaltending in the past. Like I said, go and watch an, go and watch an 80s game. What well, we saw out of Craig Anderson today where he came out of the net and was facing the back wall, that was actually commonplace in the 80s. That was something that happened pretty frequently. Um, It's just, goaltending today is just, it's the, that's the biggest way the sport has evolved. Even I would say we're on par skill level with some of the best times in NHL history, but the reason we don't have the goal totals that we've had in the past is goaltending today. So you're saying the controversial, the GOAT may not have been the GOAT in today's NHL, so it means McDavid would probably be the GOAT? Does that sound maybe right? Maybe? I don't know because hard to say when you have someone that dominated Gretzky so much in the eighties. Gretzky still had his skill and his mind, and both I mean, of those something separated him from the rest of the pack. Right, he got so many more points than like any other player of his era. Like, yeah, I mean, it's I still think he'd do well. It just he wouldn't be scoring two hundred points in today's NHL. That's that's really the only thing I'm saying about that. Um, but you want to see somebody excel? Put Ovechkin back in the '80s. Oh yeah, you're probably looking at a guy who's scoring 60, 70, 80 goals a year. Good lord. Um, just incredible. And again, that's why it's just so tough to differentiate between. Between periods, between time periods of hockey, I'd say definitely. Well, I hear about basketball too, but it seems like sports now are almost across the board. At least what it seems like to me, maybe, are kind of almost better. Seems we have the the tech and the the body science and the skill. Like an NHL's gotten faster and faster and hits harder. Uh, basketball, they keep saying how different it is now with you know the sixty or seven seconds or less suns and all that stuff. 
seems like we're kind of in a really good era for sports. Hopefully. And, and the ability to play it at a younger age and Longer. focus on it more and train at it more and I mean you didn't you didn't have these benefits back then as much as you do in today's day and age. Um oh, yeah. just sports science has evolved. I mean, especially for hockey, I really think I really do think we're in a golden age of hockey right now and I don't think uh, I mean you're looking at McDavid and I think he's gonna go down as a top five player of all time. I agree you with have you for Crosby sure. in the twilight. You have Ovechkin in the twilight of his career. Um and the league is just getting better with every draft and every young guy that gets called up. It's incredible. Austin Matthews too. Can't forget him. Local oh. kid. Oh yeah. Which is just awesome. I mean, it's just awesome to think that the first overall draft pick came from Arizona. Whoever says Arizona's in a hockey state. Chickren's from Florida. Oh, that's right. He is, isn't he? Yep. And that's the other thing that's happening. Is because of these southern teams, you're having players play hockey that would have never played otherwise. Nope. I think it's good. Rocky overall. I wonder when the first uh, Seattle-born player will come. Oh, I, we've had we've had Seattle-born players. Have we? Um, yeah, there's a whole uh, part of the Canadian Juniors. Actually, the Canadian Junior Hockey League has a team in Seattle. Let's but, see any famous name. Uh, oh, TJ Oshie. He's born in Washington. Uh, Tyler Johnson, Derek Ryan, uh, some other ones from the 60s. Some names I can't pronounce, that's for sure. Hmm. Seattle has never had a team before now. Yeah, I like the name too. I know we, like, we just kind of say them, but I, just to kind of bring it to a point, I do like Kraken. I think it's different. Doesn't have an S at the end like everybody else. Cool, cool, cool logo, cool colors. Uh, I love their jerseys. I think their name's hilarious. You think so? Why is that? Yeah, you know. Seattle Kraken. All their fans are a bunch of crackheads. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot that. Yeah, that's gonna be a, that's a T-shirt. I'm sure. I'll get one. I think. Their jerseys, it seems like the 16 Coyotes jerseys, the ones from 20, you know, with like a black bar or whatever, it seems like everybody has a variation of that. Because you have, not everyone, the new expansion, because Vegas has one similar to it, just the way the colors are arranged. Oh, instead of the black bar, it's like red or whatever. Then the Seattle Kraken, it looks very similar in the way they're built. I don't know if that's just fashionable in those owner meetings or what, but no more Kachina-style weirdness. I still think Kachinas are probably the best jersey of all time. Hockey. Oh, for sure. Reverse Retro also is up there. I like the purple more than the green, to be honest. Oh, you didn't like the green with all the cactus and cacti? I like the green. I just like the purple more. Like It's cool. They're both really good, but that purple just really, really made that jersey for me. It's different. It sticks out. And, it looks really nice. And let's be real. Purple is an Arizona sports team color. For sure. More so than green is. Oh, yeah. The D-backs, especially... Their best years were in, well, not their best years. Most of their best years were in the purple, but they had some really good teams in the red. But for the sure, purple is it's nice. The Suns, too, yeah. The original Suns, yeah, I think. 
I like that. Uh, we did that, coll- that collab. I can get the word right with the D backs. They use the old colors on the Kachina. That's a really cool color scheme for them, too. I almost wish we could almost make that a thing. We are getting a third or a new jersey, right? I wonder if it's going to be. I hope it's, it's probably going to be a white Kachina. I kind of hope it isn't. I want something totally different, personally. I'm guess- we'll see. Well, no, I'm, what I'm guessing is going to happen is the NHL is doing something along the lines of what the NBA has been doing for years now. With, oh, City. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's really what, cool, actually. What the reverse retro was this year, we're going to have essentially a rotating jersey every year because oh, the, NBA's made, the NBA's made millions off of that. The NHL oh, made yeah. millions off the reverse retro. So why not have that extra little income of a rotating jersey every year i'd buy one too I, I would definitely i like that i like to say that's one thing i do like the nba doing and the valley ones this year i actually really like those the valleys oh those are sick oh yeah something that's then like with the reverse retros you have some that are absolutely fantastic and you have some that are just like why who told you this was a good idea all of dallas mavericks all of them all of them they're just terrible every year Poor Luka Doncic. But, as an aside, I guess, speaking of um, jerseys and stuff, I thought another fun idea, if you could, with this current roster, people we have on the team this year, you could reassign the captain and the alternate captain patches, who would you give them to? Um, I guess, Devin, if you want to go first, if you have an idea, or I can go first, up to you. I definitely want to take the captaincy away from somebody. Um... Really missed Derek Stepan. I thought he would have been a really good captain choice. He was a good leader in the locker room. Um, I don't know. I'll try to give it to Chicken right now, honestly, based off the way he plays. Seems to bring it, like, every night. Like, I feel like if you're going to be a leader of a team, you got to lead by example, and I feel like we've been lacking that recently. I feel like Chicken would be a good, good candidate for captain. But uh, alternates, I don't know. Um, Bill Kessel? Well, he kinda, I think he wears one in injury. I think he's a, one of those backup alternates. But uh, I like him just because he has an experience. Um, but it can't, you can't just give like an alternate captain. It's like keywords, it's captain. Um, you got to have that leadership. And I don't know, I feel like Phil's just a quiet guy going with the flow. Happy as long as he's got a hot dog in his hand. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, but sometimes that's the best kind of leadership. Um, yeah. Keeping that quietness and just yeah, leave it strictly to a nice performance. The guy who, I mean, they've talked about it everywhere he's been. They've talked about how if the locker room is down and depressed and in a funk, that Phil Kessel's the guy that's in there. And kind of gets everyone moving again and cracking the joke at his own expense or doing stuff like that that just gets at people at least talking and laughing and acting alive again. That's the kind of lead that's just it's not obvious leadership like the Shane Doan leadership, but it is a form of leadership that is needed. So I think Kessel's a pretty good choice for the A personally. I did too. He's definitely my pick for an A as well. For sure, for that reason. But I, I don't think like him a lot. 
I mean, Chikrin's the obvious for the C. Chikrin, I'm guessing we're going to go three for three with Chikrin as the C. Yep, for sure. I think the other A, though, Kessel, and then Garland gets the other A. Yeah, dude, that guy's a freaking firecracker. He is. That guy puts in so much work, and I just... I really appreciate seeing that effort on the ice, man. Every day, it seems like he doesn't take a day off. Like he's always making something happen. Um, you know, he had a little bit of a dry spell there for, as far as points go, but he was still out there trying to make something happen. I could see him being an alternate. Those are good picks. Yeah, yeah. Garland's a good one. I definitely, yeah. I mean, mine's Chikrin. Obviously, I think he definitely, but if he stays with us, I think he probably is a future captain, unless something crazy happens. Um, and again, Kessel would be my A choice. I definitely, I think he just had, well, has experience. I think he wore one for Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken. And my last A, probably going to give it to, Garland's a good choice. That was a really good one. Um, You know what? I think I'm going to go a little bold. I just want to, I just, I guess I want to bet, but kind of Grandy won the bet. I'm gonna give the other A to Keller. I think. Uh, oh. I think so. I think sometimes when you kind of get that information that people believe in, you kind of thing. I know that sounds kind of weird, but you know, when you're like, oh, I guess I didn't really see myself as that, but then it kind of helps you step up sometimes. I think maybe it's good for him. I think he. Uh, I think when we get a good line mates with him, as Grandy has said, and I am a true believer now, Grandy, my mistake for all these wasted years. Um, I think he could be something with it. I think he'll definitely probably get one if he stays and, and stuff like that. That's, that's my personal thought on that one. So a little bit bold. I'm sure you didn't expect that one, Grandy, did you? No, not in a, not in a million years. Yep. I, the I'm other, a change, man. The other thing I will say, though, too, and this is especially true of fan bases entirely, is that a lot of times fans overrate the importance of the C and the A. Um, the fact of the matter is, is you need leadership up and down your lineup, whether they're having the C or whether they wear the C or not, whether they wear the A or not. Um, anybody on the Minnesota Wild will tell you that the, uh, the heart and soul leader of the Wild team is Marcus Foligno. He is the leader, focal, on the ice, effort, all of that, and he doesn't even wear an A. And that's one thing where Coyotes have really lacked, especially in recent years, is leadership at all, but especially outside of the C's and the A. Um, just, we don't, we, we don't have a lot of the leadership that steps forward, and that's something that I kind of hope that they, wow, this game got ugly at the end. Are you talking about St. Louis? Yeah, um, that's why I'm sounding kind of distracted here. Sorry. Um, no, it's all good. I got uh, it on too. Yeah, they're 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 all they're fighting at the end of it. Like game's over and they're out there pushing and shoving. Love it. I just sounded some words. <laughs> um. Hey, words can hurt. But yeah, that's just it's just something we we need more of. It's why I hope we retain Goligoski. It's why I hope we make some moves like that that just add some more leadership to this team. Um, 
it's going to be uh, going to be an interesting off season, though, because I think we're going to look at a vastly different team. I agree. With right. the, I think the C's and A's will be on different players, and yeah, I think I the just, C. You think they'll take it from Ekman Larson? You really think I so? Think, I, I think so. I mean, when even Craig Morgan's talking about it, you you, you know, wow. it's, you know, it's uh, coming eventually. Whether it's this year or partway through the season, but remember too, taking the C from a player doesn't necessarily mean he's done with the organization. True. Yeah. Um, Joe, Joe Thornton. Patrick, Patrick Marlowe had the C stripped from him twice. Hmm. And he's going to go down a Sharks legend. Joe Thornton, so, you said too, right? Uh, yeah, I think Thornton had it. I think Sharks as well, actually. I think Jordan Stahl for the Carolina had his taken away. It was Eric Stahl had his taken away for a while. Yep. Didn't, uh... Oh my gosh! I think another shark did too, Erickson. I think he did too, didn't he? I don't think he. I don't think another shark had the C taken away. Maybe an alternate. Um, Carlson. I know there's That's been a couple. Maple, there's a there was a maple leaf that has happened to recently. Um, but yeah, like I said, these this happens. It just in. Oh yeah, this is something I've talked about too previously. Is Oh yeah, was doomed from the start. Um, Hard to follow up in Doan's footsteps. He was going to follow in Doan's footsteps. Doan was Doan was one of the best captains of all time in the history of the NHL, up there with Mark Messier. Doan was the Coyotes. He was the franchise for sure. No, he really was. Nobody. Was going to live up to Doan's, live up to Doan's captaincy. Whoever our next captain has a much higher chance of being able to step into those shoes with the uh, added time that we've had and with the recent OEL years. So, um, and now you might get his C stripped away, which is crazy. I need you need to send me that article. I missed that one from Craig. He talked about it in his year-end one. Year-end one? Okay. About how he uh, wouldn't be shocked to see a new captain this year. That's crazy to think about. Do you think they'll take his captaincy and give it to someone else, or do you just think they'll run with alternates? Hmm. I could Good see question. him run with alternates for a year, just to uh, just so they don't... Uh, oh, cause a riff in the locker room? Yeah, just so it's not an immediate slap in the face to OEL. Of or course, if we trade him, then we're we're going with the captain this year. But Figuring. I could see us rolling with three A's, and I could see OEL having an A. I don't think we're going to completely remove the captaincy from him like that. The g- previous mentioned guys, Eric Stahl, after his captaincy was taken away, he got an A. Thornton got an A. Marlowe got an A. I mean... Didn't fully demote him. Um, But it's just... I think we're going in a new direction as a team all around. And yeah, I just think it's going to be an interesting offseason. 
I agree. I really do. Um, I also um, think I also think the OEL captaincy thing was never a talkit decision. No? Was never an OEL decision. I think that was a Chica decision, personally. Um, Gonna make the fans feel good. Yeah, because go with the longest tenured coyote. Go with the guy that was the A under Doan. Go with the guy that was picked by Doan to replace him. Um, it's hard not to, you know, especially when you think of it that way. It is kind of hard not to choose him for that reason, you know, to be honest. But remember, OEL, OEL had to be talked into it by Doan. Doan had to give him the pep talk to see. Because he knew he was going to the gallows on that one. He knew. But it's a, like I've, like I've said countless times already, it's going to be a fun off season. I really, I really I hope really so. would not be shocked if OEL is on a different team next year. Um, I'm hoping so. We're going to have to take on a bad contract to get rid of him, of course, but. No strangers to that. Especially if he opens up the. Trades to more than just the two teams. Yeah. I don't know if anybody wants to wants to pick him up. Like even if like you'd you'd have to be. I feel like the Coyotes would have to sell a lot to try to get rid of him. Like it's not, not gonna be like oh. I not, want to necess- him. not necessarily. He's still a good offensive defenseman. His defensive game has completely died, and especially in recent years. But let's not act like he's dead weight out there. He's still a good offensive defenseman. He and when he was hurt this year, our puck movement was dead. Oh yeah, we had That's nobody deep. from the back end aside from Chikrin who could really get the puck up and moving. Um, he's got value. It's not like he's. It's not like he's. Well. Erickson on the uh, God, yeah. a healthy scratch every night, or Parise on the Wild, who's a healthy scratch every night, with this contract that's seven point five million a year. But like, what if what if there is some more depth at D? Like, that could be a healthy scratch. I don't think so because again, he's a good offensive defenseman. Teams have those guys. When he's when he's not paired with the Bushkin, who doesn't bring much to the table aside from physicality, his flaws look a lot better. It's just again, it's the expectations around him that has everybody disappointed with him. He had a bad year, yes, he did, especially compared to expectations. He is not a healthy scratch on just about any team in the league. I mean, maybe Minnesota, Vegas, or not Vegas, uh, Colorado, um, and there's another team with an incredibly great decor that's slipping in my mind. Maybe Carolina's got a good decor. Maybe on a team like that that has insane defense and great offensive defensemen already, yeah, maybe he'd be a healthy scratch. 28 of the 32 teams out there, no, there's no way he'd be a healthy scratch. 
Where do you think he goes in your dream scenario? Where, where do you think uh, he would end up? I kind of think he's still destined to be a Canuck. Really? You, they have that bad contract in Erickson, this trade. They, oh, God. It's a shorter contract. I mean, and that's just it. Bigger, though, isn't it? On, we're taking on a bad contract. Yeah, not I, can, I can see that move for sure. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a team like that that has a bad contract to move, that has an obvious need at defenseman. And I wouldn't be shocked if you see OEL approach 50 points when we trade him. We're not a good offensive team. We don't have a lot of firepower. Players aren't going to get the assists that they really should on this team. Players that are playmakers first. It's why Garland only had, what was it, 18 assists by the end of the year? It's why Keller doesn't have the assists. It's why Chikrin doesn't have the assists. It's why Kessel doesn't have the assists. We have only three, four truly good offensive options. You're just not going to rack up assists like you would on other teams. Um, We're definitely kind of weighing him down, you think? I think when he gets moved, he'll really become kind of what he, people think he would be then? No, he'll never be what people thought he was going to be. He'll Ouch. never be again. I'm not saying he's a great player. I'm not saying he's even a top-pairing defenseman. I'm just saying he's still an NHL defenseman, and he's still at least a serviceable, if not a good, offensive defenseman. It's just not what the Coyotes need right now. Hmm. Guys like OEL, guys like Yandel, guys that are the clear one-way defensemen like that are luxuries. They're awesome to have when you're a on-the-rise team that's looking to take the next step, that's looking to win a cup. Florida. Liabilities to have if you're a rebuilding team that doesn't have the talent to utilize them the best, which is, in my opinion, where the Coyotes are. We just don't have that talent to need him. But... The Canucks will take him, and we'll have uh, Carlson for how long? Much longer does he have on that deal, anyway? I think three he years? Has two years. Well, not um, too bad. I could also see some three-team type shenanigans where oh, we end no. up with Parise. Oh god! Oh boy! I mean, essentially, what you're looking to get is a guy who can play on our team, and. A guy like Erickson or Prise would probably play on this team because of our... We were playing AHL forwards. Yeah. Who belong in the AHL. Arizona Red Runners. So, forwards, we definitely need wing. We definitely need that. But that's what I think is we're going to see, uh, hey, we'll take your contract, you take ours. And we might throw in a small piece for you to do that type thing. Hmm. Yeah, that seems like it's probably going to happen. I, I, I trust GMBA. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I really, I think, uh, I think he's got it. I think we're facing, we're looking at the right direction, and that's uh, that's important. The biggest, the biggest thing though, is, hmm. and I know already. I can see it in my mind. The amount of fights I'm going to have on Twitter. Oh yeah, 
but I could really see, like I said, OEL getting closer to the 50-point-a-year mark when we trade him, and then everybody going, well, why did we trade him? Oh, yeah. Almost immediately, and it's like, all the reasons I just said, he was never going to hit that here. That's, yeah. I mean, you won't, hopefully you won't reach 300 blocks like I have on Twitter, I hope. Uh, I'm still only at like seven. It's not bad. Rookie numbers, pump those numbers up. Someone's someone's gotta be able to actually, uh, you know, get this podcast its face value it needs. Yeah, I know. If I share a post, I think only like you people see it. Like five or six people see it. Yeah, you know. I could make a new Twitter, but that, I don't know. I feel like that's a sign of quitting, and I'm not into that. But before we hit our last topic, I'd like to uh, bring up again that Ray's Energy has been. Cool enough to sponsor us. Uh, if you use our promo code CHIRPINYOTES at checkout, you will save 15% on an all purchases, it says. So it uh, includes uh, hats, shirts, um, the bundles they have. I do recommend the Apollo flavor. It tasted li- tastes like a bomb pop, which we all know Grandy is your absolute favorite flavor of Popsicle. Uh, so thank you, Raise Energy. And remember, it's promo code CHIRPINYOTES for 15% at checkout. Um, so we also, all of us here in Chase, who sadly has uh, other duties tonight, are huge uh, NHL game players as well. And I just thought, um, what is, what's the best one, in your opinion? Uh, guest Evan, let's, uh, let's hear from you. What do, what do you think is the best NHL game, if you were to pick one? That's tough. Um... Or your favorite, too. That'll also work. You can do best and favorite, or even maybe one or two games you liked a lot. I liked the NHL 94. I loved that game. I used to play the heck out of it. Uh, I think Nintendo. Maybe it was PlayStation. I couldn't remember. But uh, NHL Hits, I think, is probably my favorite of all time. Like, I got so into hockey playing that game. Uh, That's when we played as kids, right? With like the baby heads yeah, and the alien yeah, puck yeah, and all know, that. All kinds of just random heads you can pick. Um, I think they only made three games total, but it, that game was just so fun. He put people through the glass, like it, it was great stuff. That's really what the NHL needs again. Is we need a good arcade style game. Oh, for sure. NHL threes ain't it? No, it isn't. It's not. It, it's okay. I, I mean, I, I like it enough to, to play it, but I'm, I don't love it for sure. Oh, you're just not good at it. That's true. Great. No, I'll admit that. Yeah, probably. Now, Monster Hunter, pretty good at that, as I've said on the pod before. That's the reason why I got 12th place in the uh, fantasy team. Not a big deal. Oh, you got 12th? Yeah, I stopped paying attention to that uh, a while in. Yeah, better look next year, I hope. I think it's a paid ever, dude. Ever since you turned down my trade, dude, all I wanted was Matthews for carry price. Yeah. I, think I should have, in retrospect. Because <laughs> I was so far behind, I should have. But I was like, no, I want to keep it, and hopefully and I won one game. So maybe next year. Did you did you even set your lineups the last half of the year? No, honestly. So I got locked out of the one on my phone somehow. I forgot how it happened, and so I just would forget. I wouldn't get the alerts or anything like that. I said sometimes I'd be on my computer and be like, "Oh crap, I gotta set my lineup." I should just reset the password, but I didn't want to have to reset it. And I I don't know. I just didn't pay as much attention. I really should have. Thank God it wasn't a paid league. That would have been money out of my pocket but if it is this year i'll definitely have to make sure i'm all logged in and stuff 
less Monster Hunter. <laughs> Monster That's, Hunter. It's good. Um, it's good stuff. I put like 67 hours into the newest one already. So, you know. But for me in NHL games, really, like I've said, like I said off, off pod a lot, the last seven or so, I've all really ran together. They're essentially the same game over mm-hmm. and over and over and over, aside from the... Rosters. Yeah, and it's getting rather painful, especially when, the at least the ones that I see, the entire fan base is asking for one simple feature that's in Madden's, that's in NBA 2K, that's in other sports games, that NHL doesn't have for whatever reason in a connected franchise. I mean, just the ability to build franchises with buddies online sounds so fun. And why haven't, why isn't this a thing? Ultimate team. I guarantee you it's ultimate team. Oh, I know it's ultimate team. I mean, I know it's the disgusting. reason not in the same game for the last seven years is ultimate team because they'll make so much money off of ultimate team that it doesn't matter what they turn out or how low their sales get from the actual game, they'll make it back an ultimate team. Yep, every year. It's like, why do people, you get different, you spend the same amount of money, you don't get the same cards, you can't transfer them over, it's not like you're buying real cards or whatever, you can you know, keep them and look at them. When you get a new game, you start over. It's like, I don't, what's the appeal to sinking all that money in? But I don't know, maybe I'm crazy. I won't admit that. I've never understood it, but there's people out there. Are, but then again, there's people out there that have spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars on Fortnite skins. So That's true. At least you get to keep those, though. Even when the seasons change, at least you get to have them so you can use them again. It's not like when you know, Fortnite season whatever hits, you lose it, though. At least I can see you know, yeah, there's some value there, I guess. And you're also, you know what you're getting. Like you get to buy the Chun-Li skin or whatever one it is so at least i can be like yeah okay whatever i guess but ultimate team i don't know fifa's bad too but i like the the idea of world of chill i just wish it was more like the uh i think it's called my career on 2k where you can kind of have a little little area a little hub area and you can just kind of screw around with your friends you don't have to necessarily just be playing hockey you could be doing whatever and why don't we have that why do we have this weird loot boxy outdoor hockey thing which i like that just give me the features of that i want, I want to be able to screw around and do all kinds of weird stuff with my friends in, in addition to playing hockey you know i don't know yeah have a section where you can go and do uh just shootouts have a guy that'd be cool too his and have guys uh just running shootouts constantly or have a section where you can drop in and do a five-on-five game or a three-on-three game or have sections where you can just sit around and BS with Play your ball. I mean, it's one of the best parts about NBA 2K Online is just the ability to take your created pro and go and do that. That's exactly what I want. You just ante up for a game and you join the next game available, the next game that comes in on that whatever one you want to play. That's all we needed. That's what I thought it was. My first kind of, I think it was one of the E3s. I don't remember which one it was. And I saw World of Chells. Like, oh, this is it. We're finally, that's a really cool idea. And instead it was just, and it's the same thing. And the menus are the exact same. Like, remember, 
couple of years ago, they would have when you pick the Coyotes as your favorite team, you'd have you know Shane Doan like a, on a panel or another player here and there. But now it's the exact same menu. Twenty ones and twenty is the exact same start menu, like the exact same. There isn't a difference at all. They're not even pretending at this point. They're just being like, yeah, it's the same game. You just bought a roster update. They're not even pretending. So just... before we move on and continue with this topic, though. I just want to talk about the absolute domination we just saw. Fifty to oh, the four to one shots. Can you imagine? Oh yeah. Can you imagine if the Coyotes had snuck into four right now? How we'd be feeling. Kind of glad we didn't, to be honest. Uh, I mean, it's the playoffs. I'm. I would have taken playoff hockey over no playoff hockey, even if it was a seven to one drubbing like last year. But <laughs> I didn't Colorado, miss the playoffs last year. Colorado doesn't sweep the Blues, man. We'll, we'll get at least one game. Yeah. But anyways, back to topic. That's, you know, 23, yeah. I think, yeah, I think it'll be a, well, yeah, it might get one. I'm, I'm going to go with the sweep, actually. I think I said my game total, so I'll probably go with the sweep. I don't know. I feel like Avalanche are really, really hungry for it, so you never know. I think giving but, game totals when you give uh, predictions is just messed up because. It's hard to really say. You can't. I mean, so much can happen. You could have the worst team in the league and their goalie shows up and decides he's God that day and carries them to a... He wakes up full of uh, Red Bull and vinegar, I guess. So, it's just... it's you, To me, you... Yeah, anyways. That's hmm. why I give my game totals when I give predictions on this because it's like, who knows, man? I think some you do, like um, like the Preds and Hurricanes. I mean, I think it's no more than five. If I had to really put one out there, I mean, I really don't think. I think the Preds' window is completely closed. I think the Hurricanes pretty well. I still think they pretty well dominated them today. Oh, yeah. Close yeah. through the first two periods, and then they just pulled away. Yep. When they wanted to take like. over that game, they took it over. I like the Hurricanes, too. I think they're... They're cool. They're kind of like us, but on the East Coast and, well, better built. But still, they remind me of us, the little Sunbelt team that could kind of thing. What they are, what they are, is what we could have been had we nailed the 2015 draft. Oh, there it is to haunt us again, the 2015 draft. My Did favorite. We that, year? that was the year we got Dylan Strom. Nick Merkley, and Christian Fisher. Hmm. Only one of those is still... Uh, I, I, mean, I like Fisher's play. Good fourth line guy, but... And the, oh, those but first two names are hard to hear. It wouldn't be that bad if it wasn't for the fact that two picks after Christian Fisher, Sebastian Ajo went. Oof. Makes it worse. But still, we could have gone... Sebastian Ajo over Nick Merkley and not even have that debate. I mean, I mean, there's so many options you could have gone over Dylan Strom that that's, that doesn't even, we really can't even get into them all. Miko Rantanen. Or how about just a better draft lottery that year, huh? Get, at least get second pick and get Eichel. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. That, that's, the, that's the draft that still haunts this franchise. Losing that draft blogger is essentially why 
we are where we are instead of where the being where the hurricanes are. Yeah, that'd be the hurricanes. I mean, could you imagine if we had first won that draft lottery and then second made the right picks later on? God, man, that could have been that could have been good stuff. No relocation rumors. Well, theoretically, you walked out of that draft with. We'll say we win the lottery, we get Jack Eichel, or we don't lose the lottery, and we get Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel, Sebastian Ajo, Christian Fisher, Aiden Hill, Kirill Kaprasov, and Connor Garland. Jeez. Theoretically, yes, you could have walked out of there with those as your first five picks. God, hindsight's such a pain in the butt. Oh. God. When you put it like that, it makes it sound even worse. I'm, like I said, I've beaten that subject. I had a whole, what, 30-minute rant on that subject in one of our first pods? Yeah, I think so. Third or oh. second episode, yeah. I've beaten that subject to death in game chats. I've beaten that subject to death in um, Twitter. It's That's the draft that haunts this team. That's the That's the reason why the Wild took their step forward when we didn't because the wild three the wild from that draft got Kirill Kaprasov Jordan Greenway and Eric Sinek mm. and all three of those guys were the three biggest reasons that three of the biggest reasons that team took the step forward that it took this year just you think the window's open for the wild would you say it's opening or is it open I'd say it's opening I think they have a chance against the Knights. I, uh, I don't think they have a chance in hell against the Avalanche. I don't think really anybody does. I think the Avalanche are out for blood this year. But they also have some pretty good prospects coming up. They have two first-round picks in this draft, so they're going to use one of those as trade. They have Matt Dumba that they need to trade before the expansion draft, that they'll get something for him. Um, it's just they're gonna they're gonna their window is opening and it's gonna be open for a little while. Mm. It's not fully open there yet. They'll let's be real. They'll more than likely chances are lose to the Knights. I think they're gonna come out of it and win. But chances are pretty high that they will lose to the Knights. But even that, compared to what we thought they would be this year? Oh, no, for sure, yeah. I mean, they definitely surprised us all. I think even everybody else was saying it would be, what, uh, Colorado, Vegas, Blues, and us. And now look. Yeah, it was, well, can Minnesota essentially beat out the like Coyotes for the playoff spot? And instead, they weren't even a question. Um, absolutely. It was going to be between the Coyotes and the Wild for that fourth spot, and the Wild kind of blew that out of the park right off the bat. And imagine being that guy that said it. Like, oh yeah, no, Minnesota's getting third. Imagine being that guy. Everybody thought they laughed at him. I can tell you, nobody in Minnesota expected it. They all expected this to be a retooling year. 
And now they're knocking. I mean, kind of knocking. At least they're they're facing the door of the stand up. At least they're on the footstep. They're on the doorstep. They're on the doorstep. Yep, that's exactly what it is. They're on the doorstep. They're knocking. Make the right moves this off season, and they could be walking through that threshold of being contenders. If Minnesota, that really sucks. The Stars moved and won the cup. Here they moved. I mean, that really sucks. Sting of that, I'm sure. Not Minnesota, but I can assume. He was standing in the crease. That controversial goal, though. They already dropped the confetti. You had to give him the win. Dang. Yeah, well, not only that. I mean, replay wasn't a thing at the time. They called it a good goal on the ice. Yeah, different mm-hmm. era, right? Okay. Imagine replay back then. But also, let's also be completely real. That was a completely ridiculous rule that they had to instantly turned over that off season. Conspiracy? I, yeah, I yeah, I agree. That's a garbage rule. Um, you know, not even touching the goalie. Why can't you be there? Yeah. How like, did? Pull, you, did you imagine like you? You pull the goalie, you go for an empty hat, but you're, you skate blade across the crease. I and mean, is that still not a goal? It's like, no goal. You're in the you're in the crease. Safe. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's just uh, ridiculous. And yeah, Tyler, that that moment is Norm Green is a Minnesota villain. Oh yeah, I can imagine that. He's the devil up there, huh? I actually Norm have. Green to my dad he just he is oh he gets heated i have to see that that'd be interesting bring him on the pod let's hear it let's hear the <laughs> rant uh, oh, we need a bleep machine for that one though probably i imagine we'll we'll have to we'll have to talk about that someday definitely oh yeah definitely good off season to do so i think and i i do have uh i don't know how i got it i really don't know how i got a hold of one but I have a Dallas Stars, like, 1999 Stanley Cup champion scarf. I have no idea where I got it or how I have it in my possession, but I have one. I'm not even a star. I hate the Stars more than any of their team, actually. I don't know how I have it, but That's if you want to burn it, you can have it. I'll mail it to you. No, I'd put that in my hockey collection. Are you kidding me? Well, you want it? I'll mail it to you. You can have it. Um, but anyways, I feel like we've gotten a little off course here. Oh, yeah. No, it's okay. It's a truly <laughs> chill pod, so, I mean... Definitely, it's uh, our first off-season one, so we have a couple other cool things. Hopefully, the draft thing works out. Uh, but Devin, I have a question for you. Our, our now infamous, I can say, um, topic. Uh, we did do a thing a couple weeks ago, a count or a uh, Mount Rushmore for the Coyotes, uh, to which I had the most controversial pick that I still get cooked on to this day. Um, if you could make a Coyotes Mount Rushmore. With any four players from franchise history, who would you put on there? Well, first off, who's this controversial player you picked? You already know. It's Antoine Vermette. You picked Antoine Vermette. Huh? There it is. Yep, I knew it. That's why I tried to quietly men- not mention it. I want to go something different. I was like, you know what? They've said all these, you know, legacy. I'm like, let's go with a guy I just like a lot. I'll put him on there. That's why I did it. They were saying names. They were saying names. I said something. Exactly. You know how it goes. You gotta. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, you know, Don for sure. Oh yeah. I spoke how my interaction with him once. Uh, I probably go Keith Kachuk, and 
uh, Jeremy Roenick. Yep, sure. that, uh, everyone had those three. Yep, same three. Yep, so it's the last one. Well, dang. Um, yeah, I'm trying to be like everyone else. Uh, yeah, I'm not picking Rometty. Don't it's pick form, man. And the drop a puck, man. No, I'm not picking Vermette. Uh, Redeem Verbrata. I used to w- love watching him play. Um, I remember I went to a game and he scored a hat trick. I was completely hammered. <laughs> the beer guy found me in the bathroom. And of course, I had more That's room awesome. at that point. So I bought a few beers. I was loaded up. Um, just bought brand new lid for the game. Probably still one of my favorite hats I've ever found. They don't make it no more. And uh, Rabada scored that hat trick, and that was it. Buddy, my buddy like like pretty much took the wind out of me. It hits me across the chest. It's like, dude, it's a hat trick. And I already saw his hat gone out of his hand, floating to the ice. And I mean, it seemed like it was in slow motion. It was, we were like third row. I like throw the hat up in the sky. That yeah, was a good time. I would go for Dean Brubata. I mean, that guy was filthy hands. It was so fun to watch. Redeem That's a good pick. Definitely on my next four. He he was he was one of my he was one of my honorable mentions. It was he's one of my all time favorite coyotes. It was really hard to leave him off that list. <clears throat> Not Antoine Vermette. And that tw- and he was so instrumental for that twenty twelve run too. Oh yeah, yes, for sure. Him and, and Whitney with that offense. Ray Whitney. Yeah, the wizard. The wizard. I have a replica banner of that champions, division champion thing, too. That was good times. But now we're no longer being Pacific anymore. We're now Central. I mean, that that playoff year is the reason I hate the Kings so much. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I mean... I don't just like hate on people for wearing particular teams gear ever. Um, but oh man, if I see a king's hat, I'm like losing my stuff. I can't keep my composure. I just got to I have to muffle something on my breath like uh, freaking kings. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know what I can get away with saying. I just say some mean stuff about them. It's usually to myself. But if they were close not, enough, they could clearly hear me. Not choosing violence all the way, huh? Uh Usually I just have nice words to say, get a conversation going, and then whatever happens happens. Like I don't think I don't think the you know average Kings fan is expecting a shirt to get tossed over their head real quick and a couple uppercuts real fast, man, before they can even blink. That'd be awesome, being Californians. I mean, no, the, the ones here, like the fake ones. That's um, what I mean. Yeah, kick them out. Do it. It yeah, should be. Yeah. Should yeah. be you like didn't even know what the Kings law. were until like four years ago. Shut up. Get I know what the Kings are. I didn't know Sam Gagne's name was pronounced the way it was, though. That I'll admit. I did not know that. Oh, man, dude. I have never – I don't think I've ever blown out my sides that hard, like laughing. No, you uh, really didn't. No, I don't think I've ever seen you laugh hard in all my life. I, I can't this, – so this guy rolls in. We're, you're hanging out. We're having fun talking about charities. Playing play chill. Uh, me and one other guy. And – Tyler was talking about, oh, we just got Sam Gagner. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I've never heard the name pronounced. I've only seen it I, written. So at that yeah, point, I didn't know. I'm like, who the heck are you talking about, man? He's like, yeah, Sam Gagner. We just got him from Edmonton. Oh, I, yeah. He died. Unglued. 
No, yeah. Completely yeah. ugly. No, yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. So, I was embarrassed. It haunts me to this day, actually. I have nightmares about it. Tell my shrink about it and everything. Oh, I, God. I, I think also, we should get him back on the roster just so you can say, hey, we got Gagner from the ring. On the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I almost uh, texted you that, too. When I saw he was on the wings, I was like, hey, guess who's on the wings? I almost, I meant to do that, actually, when I saw he was on there. I was and like, people hey. awesome call him Gagna. Gagna. <laughs> I have something pretty similar to that in my uh, in my history. What's that? Um, just a different sport. Anthony Kempo. Did Roy from the Portland Trailblazers in basketball? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, my hockey loving near Canadian person that I am. <sighs> Went around calling him Brandon Waugh. Oh. I mean, it's not, but yeah, I can see that. If you're just only new hockey, that's what you're used to. Better than <laughs> Sam Gagner. That's just embarrassing. Oh, well, then you got you got two different ways in hockey. Like, so you got Waugh, and then you got some guy oh, named Roy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I believe he plays on Vegas. Um, like, what do you do? Then you have you know, uh. Yannick. Charlie gets lots of Genix. I'm sure that'll be heard a lot when he starts really playing for us. Oh yeah, that's gonna Jan be Genix. That's gonna be a name that's mispronounced a ton. Oh yeah. Same with Phoenix Coyotes. Still calling us I, the Phoenix Coyotes. It's funny. Oh, I can okay. actually pronounce I can actually pronounce Swedish names better than most people I I know. Most people look at a Swedish word and go, What? How do you even say that? I just roll it right off the tongue because I'm so used to saying Swedish names. <laughs> uh, you live in Minnesota too. Now where all that, all the Vikings and stuff. Oh, um, every town in central Minnesota here has a sister has a sister town somewhere in Sweden. Really? Huh. Yep. So it's Swedish culture is pretty big over here. Lutefisk. That's Lutfisk. Yeah, I don't know if I'll touch that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I've only so the, my as far as my knowledge goes of Lutfisk is like an episode of King of the Hill. And like <laughs> Bob eats it all, blows up the bathroom, and it's just like everyone's looking for the guy with the terrible smell. That's what I think of Lutfisk. I hope I don't know <laughs> if it's like that at all. I have no other it, experience. It's fermented fish. Oh God. I mean, what else? That's all you need to know about is it's fermented fish. You're taking lukewarm, essentially rotten fish that's only kept edible due to the insane amount of vinegar in it. So you're taking fish, rot, and vinegar, mixing all it up together in a smell. That's what you got. Why would you eat that willingly? Oh, like, were, you, were you fermenting fish like in the early days? And like, I wonder if I can make booze with this. And that's why they try to ferment it. Or they drank it out of desperation and figured it out. Not they're honestly like, oh, well, fish has got some oils in there or something. I really yeah. like fish. What if I made beers fish fermented? Booze? Beers fermented, fish is fermented, maybe. Ugh, can't do it. I don't like craft beer either, but we've already talked about that on the pod. I'm not I a craft beer guy. You're a terrible person. I know. Dude, you got to get in the hazies. Get in those hazy IPAs, man. I'm telling you. 
I'll try them. I'll, I'll try anything once, but I don't know. I haven't liked one yet. Yeah, they're not bitter. A little on the sweeter side, some juicy flavors or something, but they're good. I can't get over the pine tree taste of IPAs. I'm sorry. This is this is not there, man. I'm telling you. Hazy uh, IPA? There's just the hazies. Ever have you ever tried Lagunitas IPA? Uh, Lagunitas? Yeah, Lagunitas. Uh, Lagunitas IPA is terrible beer. Oh my it you're essentially yeah. a pine so tree. Don't put your yeah, I mean yeah, you know, there's people people like that bitterness. Like some people. I don't know them. I have no friends that are like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's different flavors of any kind of craft beer. Like you'll, you'll find one you like, even if it's something I'm, that resembles triple hops, brewed Miller light. I'm telling you, Tyler, once you get to back to Arizona, called street, big blue van. Oh yeah. Hmm. The blueberry wheat. Yep. Tastes That's like tough. a blueberry muffin. Ooh. When I was working in the bar, like that thing was hard to keep in stock for the longest time. Everybody wanted it. Um, yeah, it it's incredible. It is the best beer I've ever had, and I would legitimately fly back to Arizona just for a pint of that off the tap. Dang, that good, huh? Yes. Hmm. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I thirteen, uh, code name super fan. It's fantastic. It's a hazy. I'll try it. Yeah. It'll grab you by your haunches too, man. It's like a seven and a half percent. So have a couple of those, you'll be feeling good. Sounds good to me. Big thing too is beer is so much better off draft than it is bottled or canned. For sure. I mean, there's you you just can't get the same experience. Oh, I mean, a lot of it's that smell that they're. You, if you I, take a bottled beer and a canned beer, just pour it into a glass, you're, you're doing yourself a world of favor there. Um. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um. But I can. I already know what I'm doing for my vacation in September. Is I'm driving two hours into Wisconsin, and I am going to be at the Line and Klugel's Brewery. That's pretty cool. Oh, I love their uh, grapefruit summer like grapefruit shandy they have. It's fantastic. Grapefruit shandy is great. Um, their summer shandy is great. Their berry weiss is great. Their canoe paddler is great. Just about <laughs> they do is great. Um, if you, I'm not a huge fan of a, of reds, red beers, but their red beer is good. I mean, now, now they are pretty big in Wisconsin, so they don't sell much of their stuff outside their shandies and outside of Wisconsin, but they are phenomenal their summer shandy is easily the thing i've gotten drunk off the most in my life beer league yep beer league well this wasn't so much beer league as it was a uh, roll only time i've believe it or not time i've ever actually broken a bone was playing or hockey getting tripped yeah he uh two-handed he Two-handed me, his stick got caught up. He didn't realize his stick was still got stuck in my yeah. skate. Skate. You tie those feet, like your feet don't have room to move in them. So I didn't even realize something was wrong. I felt a little bit of discomfort the rest of the Ouch. game, but I played the rest of the game. 
I felt a sitting pain where I couldn't even put my foot down. Oh, it hurt that bad. Oh, that was that was fun. All for the. <laughs> at least did you win? At least. Oh, we didn't keep track of score when we played roller hockey. Then yes, you did win. It was worth it. Because Devin, you feels your ankle right that you broke when you blocked that shot. Yeah. Um... That was, that was pretty bad. It was the same thing. I didn't really understand that why I couldn't push off. Like I blocked the shot. It was still in the zone. I got up. I got fuck out of the zone. I take like three strides and like had I like, couldn't put like any weight on it. it. Wasn't getting any power off my pushes. So I went to the bench, and the, the captain of my beer team was like, "You're only out there for 30 seconds. Get your ass back out on the ice. You can't change." So I went back out there. <laughs> it took like four strides and I just heard this loud pop. Ooh. And I'm like and I like Uh-oh. curled back to the bench. Not got a decent push off the bench and I circled back around on one skate. I went back to the bench. I'm like, dude, there's something wrong. Like I have no <laughs> clue what it is. But I there's something wrong with his leg. And he's like, Oh crap. That so was it, huh? I skated off the ice. I walked into the locker room and as soon as I got off the ice and actually had to put a lot of weight on that foot, I realized, like, yeah, I think I broke it. And as soon as I got to the locker room, I sat down and popped my skate off. And that thing freaking blew up. There was no oh. getting that skate back on. Like, I had to take all the laces out of that boot to be able to, like, pull my foot out. Yep, that's exactly what I had to do, too. I mean, mine was nowhere near that bad. But, oh, because, yeah, those skates are on so tightly, you just does a relatively decent job of holding it all together right up until it doesn't, at which point you're done. Gosh, man, that's The thing terrible. I wish I would have done, go back at it, is I wish I would have just put like those hard skate guards on the bottom and just walked all the way out to the parking lot with that boot still attached. That way it wouldn't have been as bad. But I had to walk out of there like with my gear and everything so I could get oh, the car yeah. and drive home. And then I was just like, the whole drive home, like, you're, you're just being a freaking wimp. Like, don't be so soft. So I was like, I'm not going to the hospital. I'm going to go home. I'm just going to put a bag of ice on it. See what it looks like in the morning. Oops. Oh. Woke up in the morning, dude. It, my, it was purple, like, up to my knee. Jeez. Uh, I was like... It just so happened I had crutches in my closet. I don't know if you know why they were there. They just happened to have... I had, what luck. I moved in with crutches in the closet. <laughs> And right. I'm like, oh, this is sweet. So like, I hobble over there, I grab the cl- crutches, and have my brother take me down to the hospital. And they're like, yeah, I think it's broken. Jeez. Pretty good break, right? Yeah, it was like an eggshell, he said. I was like, they said, I don't see it. Wow. It was like all the way around my tibia. Hmm. That's a problem. 12, 12 weeks, they said I couldn't couldn't play hockey. Did you last all 12 weeks? It, it my tw- 12, no, you know, 12 weeks passed by on the dot. I go play again, and I could barely stand up, man. I was like Bambi out there. Wow. Yeah, like my first skate with my left, just like my left side, though. The right side. Was your left leg? Like... Yeah, my left ankle just gone. Now we're the skate fenders. Like, they're supposed to, like, help with that type of stuff, so. Still blocking shots to this day? Yeah, I still block shots, like. Every shot oh. I block is one less my goalie doesn't have to deal with. If you don't block a shot, you're getting pulled off the ice. I mean, it's beer league. 
So I don't expect everyone to jump in front of shots. I do because, like, I'm Probably. a terrible beer league player, so I got to do something while I'm out there. You're a captain now. Looking like a true captain. I got to do something. I think I'm, I got like three goals on the season. So three goals. Hey, that's not, not bad. Wow, anybody. <laughs> I, I will say my hardest adjustment was going from beer league and boards to pond hockey. Oh yeah, yeah not having boards. Because, you have snow. Yeah, because you can you can play, play more physical, so nice. bruising, slow style like I play with boards. All of a sudden, I'm worthless when it comes to pond hockey because I'm just getting skated around and there's no boards to go over and battle in. So I go to the front of the net and I'm still getting skated around. And it's like, what what, what, what am I doing out here? Your um, best. Yeah, it's, 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 there is so much speed out up here. It's, it's, it's incredible. But, That's right, yeah, the state of hockey. It's their whole motto up there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm not in any league up here, but about five, six times a year, you can just find a group of guys and go play pond hockey. And even that group of guys, is there's bound to be at least one or two that's just incredible at hockey. Hmm. Future pro, you never know. Maybe. Beer league I'm, all-star. I'm still adjusting. I haven't scored my or no, I did. I've scored one goal playing pond hockey in my time up here. So did you far. beat some kid, some like twelve year old, or smoke him or something. No, what it was was we got out on the ice and we were all expecting to go and uh, there was this big trade rumor going around at the time. So we're all kind of expecting to go and talk about the trade rumor afterwards because the boys all knew I was a Coyotes fan. And it was kind of agreed upon that if the trade happened while we were on the ice, that's it. The game would end at the next goal. It would essentially hmm. be sudden death overtime. I'm out on the ice and all of a sudden I hear next goal wins it from the side. And I'm sitting there like, oh man. Taylor Hall is a coyote. I gotta get this goal. And hmm. I went hard. And I got, and yeah, I scored that goal. I scored that overtime goal. That's it's good. It's even better when it's like the overtime, the game winner. Oh, yeah. It's, it's cool. I don't know that's like, but. <laughs> uh. I scored the equalizer goal in college. That's it, though. The closest thing I have to that is an equalizer. Uh,. I think two weeks ago, I think I got the. I mean, I think I got the icing on the cake. I got the thirteenth goal. We won like thirteen two. Dang. I got a game like, winner. Absolute rocket and empty that. Just to disrespect him like that. I just wanted to make sure it went in. <laughs> yeah, that too. You don't get a lot of like backdoor empty, empty nets very often. At least if you're yes, me. You- do you have a C patch on your jersey now, or do they just call you a captain? I have no idea. I mean, I, I could write it in there with some sharpie. I got that'd be awesome. Cheddar Park boys get like a duct tape. A tape, yeah. I actually have and the duct. Bubbles jersey with the Sunnyvale. The there you go. The official I've jersey. Never of the East it. It's more just something to look at. I have like one of the original jerseys, so I have the logo, like numbers on the shoulders. Like when you guys had money. 
Well, back when the team captain was like, uh, like if we're gonna go out there, we're gonna have the the best damn jerseys on the ice. That's you now. It's up to like, you. I got four jerseys with that team. We've been on my fifth. You play on play on them for a while. Oh yeah, I started the team. Um, can't remember when it was ten years ago, roughly. Dang. Hmm. They went from playing like, uh, you know, D or C league hockey from all of a bunch of guys who started a one on one class, and then now we're I think we had like four, five championships on this team. Jeez, an empire in the East Valley. So, and we, granted, we play like two seasons a year, so you got like five out of the twenty seasons roughly. Quarter. It's not bad. Oh, yeah, man. I want to freaking put a hurting on these fools this season. I need to start scoring some goals. I better move down there. I can be your, I don't know, water boy or something. Yeah, I was about to say, like, dude, like, people who need water. It's really yeah. good for hockey. Um, maybe you can just have you do some administrative stuff, like make sure there's Molson <laughs> on tap afterwards. There you go. I can do that. I'll cover all that for you. I am a, we do run a sponsored podcast, so I'm sure the skills translate, I imagine. It's got to. I, I want to see it out there. I expect it done in like two weeks, too. We'll be your sponsor. We'll be the one on the front of the jersey like they do in soccer. I will put you on a helmet. Not That'll work. Jersey. Okay. That can be negotiated. We'll talk terms later for sure. Yeah. I mean, you only be for the home games. Like, we're gonna have, we have somebody on, on deck for the aways. Oh, okay. I'll accept those terms. That's fine. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I think... Uh, Anything you want to say, Devin? Uh, thank you for appearing on our podcast today. I really do yeah. appreciate your time. Hey. And hope you had fun. Wait a sec. What? We've had two straight podcasts without Tyler's question of the week now. Oh, crap. That's right. That is right. Yeah, you know what? I even thought about today. Funny you mentioned that. I did forget again. I probably should start writing things down. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, I'm unprepared. You guys are going to have to help me with the dead air because I don't know. For once, I'm speechless. Um. Yeah. Could have popped that on you earlier in the. I know. I totally forgot. It's, man, I remembered it earlier too. Then I went to work and I was like, oh, I need to do a question of the week. And all these previous ones that get going on. I did think of one. I was going to use a previous one. I was going to say, since you guys are both far better beer experts than I will ever pretend to be, Devin, if you could give the 2021, is that the yeah 2021 Coyotes, what beer would they be if you had to describe them with a beer? I had to describe the caddies with the beer. Yeah, this past season. If you could somehow pick. Like, am I just picking a particular brand or? Whatever you feel. Whatever you feel when you drink that beer, you think of the Coyotes. What was your pick, Randy? I can't remember what you picked. I picked something. I picked. I think we're doing good at that point, too, when you chose. We were doing good, so I I would not (laughs) pick the same thing again. I was actually about to say. I think, well, I, would go, to uh, I think I would go Coors Lake because at the end of the day, we just didn't have a whole lot of substance. Yeah, I uh, definitely like Coors Light. It's probably my least favorite. Yeah, I'd probably go with Coors Light. I don't, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I got one. It's like the first beer. I was finally 21, able to buy a beer at a hockey game. I, was the first, I just chose one. I was like, oh, of course, all they had up. Like, it, was a, it was at a Dallas game, and I was in the upper deck. That's what they had for the little stand it went oh. to and I was like uh, I was like yeah sure I didn't know how bad it really was and then I drank it was like yeah that was that was disgusting but Real that was nine dollars I don't prove anything out of Colorado just a plea to future 
arena developers. Half your fans sit in the upper deck. Can we please get better vendors up on the upper deck? Yeah, for real. Instead of all the cast off, oh, they'll just take the boring hot dogs and nachos and bad the beer. popcorn. They have popcorn. Let's, well, let's get everything, them... everything from the previous games just gets shipped upstairs in a freight elevator. Yeah. <laughs> they, try, they try, try to sell those concessions up there. They don't even have electricity. Oh. Yeah. Gas stoves. Just trying to Candlelight. Just, just to future arena developers. Let's just work on that. Let's work on that. Let's give some of these upper fan fans a reason to spend more money. Yeah, they'll tell you if you want to spend more money, spend it on the ticket. That's what they'll tell you. <laughs> kind of oh, a point. Every time I'm in the lower bowl, I definitely have a better experience than being up top. But in, I think so outside of I. beer, I, I don't mean, really do anything in the upper deck. I don't get food. I'm not that guy. I'm not looking for gear. See, and that's the same thing for me. When I'm in an upper deck, I don't get beer. I may, might get one hot dog. That's about it. But I don't get beer. I don't buy gear. I don't do any extra purchases because I'm not going to walk back down to the lower deck. Essentially is what it comes down to. So if you want me to spend my hard earned money at your game, as I'm an upper, te- uh, upper level person, give me a reason to. What if, uh, the first three rows of the upper deck, they have like a VIP section right there. And you get your own basket, some rope, and you just lower it down the, the lower That'd be deck, awesome. And they just drop <laughs> off the beer for you. There we go. That's innovative. Like, oh, what are you like looking that. for? Uh, we got, you know, I got some Coors Light. Yeah, no one wants that. Miller Light, for sure. It's down there. Oh, lower. yeah. Oh, what do you want? Some awesome. pretzels? Pretzels? Let's get some of that in there. We got the Ogie's Pizza. Or is it Papa John's now? I don't remember. Uh, Papa John's. I'm not a fan of Papa John's. I know the, I know the girls during like halftime, they, they huck them at people. Oh, yeah. Like anyone, anyone wants to throw that away, they get one in their hands. It's a hockey puck itself; uh, might knock you the heck out. I've actually get uh, seen someone get hit like two rows down in the face with one of those. They weren't paying attention. Like That's I was awesome. just like, like they were. I don't know what team we were playing. Uh, they weren't wearing a Coyotes jersey. I was just like hoping that pizza was just gonna come out of that box and just get all over their jersey. I think we were playing <laughs> Vancouver. Uh, I was just kind of that was a messed up thought. But it, 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 hit a, it didn't hit a Coyotes fan in the face, so we're okay there. Like, good on her. She probably meant to do it. Like, Secretly, oh, yeah, look at you in that Vancouver jersey. Smack. Oh, I got the old pizza. I actually went and reached in the back of the bag, get the real old one, chucked it right. Oh out. yeah, yeah, that was a display model. Display model. <laughs> Holy god! And she's been baked on for days. Yeah, right. They forgot about it. Why? Back of this cooler. Yeah, left underneath the fridge. Who are we playing? The Canucks? Yeah, I got this. Yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll throw it away. I got you. I got you. Hope we won that night. Make it even better. Not only did they get a moldy pizza to the face, they also lost. Uh, every Vancouver game I've ever been to, the uh, Coyotes won. And I think two of them were 1-0 victories. 1-0 victory. That's kind of a... Well, depending on your seats, pretty good game. Oh, yeah. I usually always try to get a decent seat, like a lower bowl. I usually like to get in those corners. You can see a little bit. Different angle than you would see on TV. Worst game I was ever at. 2010. Okay. Playoff game. Red we Wings. lost 
seven to one. It was that game. Or no, I can't remember what the score was, but we lost. We lost bad. We got asses handed to us. Um, I'm walking out of the arena, already upset, already hurt. Oh no! And I look up, and this Red Wings fan is deering us and calling us fake fans and all of this. And I look up, and this guy wearing a Detroit Red Wings jersey has on a Phoenix Suns hat. And I lost it. My normally hot-headed cousin is sitting there trying to hold me back because I am trying to fist fight this guy. (laughs) Over a sunset? Just Have you been at a game where you've lost badly? In a playoff game, I've never been to. Well, I've been to AHL playoffs, but never been to a uh, NHL playoff game. Unfortunately, your emotions are all over the place, and then when you lose badly, it your emotions are in a bad place. So you got a guy I, kicking you when you're down, calling you a fake fan. Exactly. So you're walking out feeling like that, and you have this guy renegade. calling you a fake fan. Who won't rep the bad teams from his own area? Oh, man. (laughs) Should have done it. Should have chose Renegade. Yeah, get that guy a Lions hat. All right, tell me you're a real fan. Yeah. D-backs hat. If you can still wear a D-backs hat, no matter what year it is, you're you're definitely a masochist. And that is why, to this day, I have never met a Detroit Red Wings fan I've liked. I like the Red Wings. Yeah, I know. T- to your point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I got a Wings yeah. tattoo, buddy. I was probably at that game. I was probably the guy at the Phoenix Sun. I almost said that. No I way. almost said There's that. No I didn't you. There's no way it was a Phoenix Sun hat, by the way. I've never owned one in my life. Uh, would have borrowed one just for the moment. Yeah, I, I was that guy. For, that's what I initially it was in hockey. I grew up a Wings fan. It was like you had no choice but to watch the Wings in this house. And when we go to games, to the, or Coyotes games, we're going to wear Wings jerseys with Wings hats. That was how it was. I loved it. And then uh, a little later on, I think I started watching Dome play more and more. And I got like a lot of respect for the Coyotes. So once again, our recording software has goofed. So we're, we're just going to wrap it up here anyway. Uh, good segue. So again, Devin, thank you so much for coming on the pod, uh, taking time out of your busy schedule with your captaincy work and all that good stuff in life thank you so much yeah no problem man thanks for having me on um i was kind of excited i've never done it before so you guys been cool a lot of good conversation gonna be famous oh, yeah. now yeah you know when i get the when the guy with the team pucks rolled out i'll sign one for every one of you can uh use as a coaster or whatever you want to do with it yeah i'll take one I have one, actually. I think I still have your puck somewhere, actually. I don't know where I put it, but I know it's around here somewhere. When he sent me in college, I thought it was from an actual coyote. I didn't know. I was like, wait a minute. This... And then I was like, wait, 44? It's... Oh, it's Devin. I was like, dang. I thought for sure. I was like, wow, it's really cool of him to give me a signed puck. Take all that time out of his, you know? But no. Yeah, that was a good time. I still got your lacrosse ball, too, so. Worth 100 bucks, Easy. Easy. Two goals that season. Not a big I'll deal. i on eBay and see, put a uh, reserve at 85 and see what happens. There you go. Well, any uh, closing statements, Grandy? No, thank you for coming on, man. It was a pleasure talking hockey with you. Uh, thank you, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for the support. Now let's watch some playoff hockey, y'all. Sounds good to me. Uh, any closing remarks for you, Devin? 
No. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, eventually, we can get another cup. That's what I'm going for. See what happens. But thanks for having me on. Though. That was fun. Oh, I'm glad you had fun. And uh, from all of us here at Chirp and Yodis and Chase, who's out and about, uh, thank you guys for listening. And have a good night.